is a lot different than a GM. The power of a gun. Damn! Welcome to Gundam, your podcast for all things Gundam and Mecha. I'm one of your hosts, Sobro Ryu. And I'm the other one, Neil Lornook. And we welcome you back to the second episode of Gundam. And on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Macross. Um, also, we'll be talking about... Um, our favorite alternate universe Gundam shows. Most definitely. And also, in our first segment, we'll be talking about our take on the uh, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam movies, a new translation, and how our, feel, uh, our feelings some about thoughts, it. Some thoughts, some... Some thoughts, some ideas, some controversy. Nothing too much, though. No, nothing too heated, but maybe a little. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is our second episode, and we're we're enjoying it. And um, hope everybody enjoyed the first one. Hope and you, if hope they need to check us out. Exactly. Um, if you enjoyed the first episode, please send us back feedback on um, uh, at our email address, which is Gundam. That's G U N D A M N at C F L dot R R dot com. That's Gundam at C F L dot R R dot com. You can check out our, our temporary website right now, which is on MySpace, which is www.myspace.com forward slash Gundam the show. And nice. last but not least, um, you can also check us out on the boards at, uh, at mahq.net at the forum section. Under advertisements, you'll find Gundam there, and you can leave, um, you can leave comments there if you, if you wish. It's a great website, nonetheless, mahq.net. We can find out information about your favorite anime series and also about mechs in general and they have every Gundam series up there with reviews and um, thoughts upon each episode of each series if you want to find out more about it but um, anyway um, we have a couple news stories that happened that happened in a, uh, yeah I got a couple I got a couple little things that I pulled off the old wires here yeah, as we like to say here in the cent- in the Gundam Central that's right now, actually a couple of these it's some things that people might find kind of interesting all courtesy of our folks at Kanata that's aug.blogspot.com and uh, actually, a lot of it has got to do with the new show um, Double Zero. Um, I guess the I guess the epi- episode two ratings came out, and this is probably this is a good sign. Oh. It actually garnered a five point five percent rating. Ooh, a share, five point five rating share. Yes. Oh, dude. And it, it actually and it's it's holding it's holding the audience from the premiere episode, and it's actually edging out Blood Plus in the time slot right now between the two shows. Wait, is Blood Plus still running? Well, no, they're they're because they were in the same time slot, oh, so yeah, it's it's, right. it's doing it's doing better than what Blood Plus did at the same second episode of Blood Plus. How about Seed? Did they have any comparisons to how well no, Seed does? No, they didn't do really it? say anything there, but yeah. there is something that does that you can allude to Seed on there also. I guess um, it's the opening song to it. I don't know who this is. La Arc Elson. La Arc NCL. La Arc NCL. Yeah. I guess they're um, they released their album. Show came out. They're a huge and, band, though, and in Japan, it and so. it did really well. And I guess it's done better than um, the ones for uh, Seed. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, they're, so they're like probably the biggest band in Japan. Oh, really? I would imagine. Yeah, they are. And I mean, outside of outside of Gact, who did the um, openings to the Zeta movies, yeah, got nothing to say wrong about Gact. Can't I can't not hate now. Him. I can't hate on them. And <laughs> just some other cool things. I actually uh, spoke to one of the producers and the Japanese new type, so I don't know if we'll get it over here or not because I don't know how 
the uh, new type magazines, how comparable what we receive over here is what, what they, they have receive. over there. But um, these are some good good info that they gave, I guess. Um, double zero. It took two years to plan. Wow. So that's a good thing. That's already more than how much it took Destiny to be planned. Oh, that was uh, a burn. That's, that's some hate. I'm yeah. Sorry, I, 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 no, I'm, let me not be hateful. Destiny is still a, a fun show to watch. I enjoyed its run. Yeah. But um, and I guess in the first episode, there's over there's 30 different people in the first episode. Wow. See, the I, knew, cat. I, knew, I knew that cast. The number of cast is 30 different people. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's take uh, the uh, the recording of the audio is a little bit over average of what they do for most yeah, anime. It was like, what, four hours of recording time, right, yeah. that they had to take in order, order to do it. Yeah, so, I mean, and and this is kind of crazy, too. There's 300 people working on the show. And, it, and twice the frames of animation, right? Yeah, twice the frames of animation. And so I knew the director I guess there's over 400 up. pages of drawings made just for the first episode. It makes me wonder how much of a budget the show has over um, Destiny's budget. Or maybe, well, maybe they learned. Yeah. Maybe they understood that they, Could you be know. That, or maybe, um... Ms. Uh, Shima is um, able to do more with the budget than than the other team that worked on it. I don't know. Everybody's. I don't know. I, I would probably different. say they probably got more money because, uh, I mean, just to pay those people. Yeah. I mean that 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 right there. But they, they get a they they did assemble a very good team. So I, I, I guess you know that dole out the money. But the budget behind animation is very. I mean, you can see that they they spent a good deal of money on this. And, and something for the uh, for the gaming people out there, I guess Gundam Battle Chronicle. The first week it was out. It was the number two game in Japan, selling eighty six over eighty six thousand copies in one week. What system is that on? Um, I don't know. I think it might be. It doesn't really say. It's probably, it's probably either three sixty or PS three. PS three, possibly PS two. But it outdid, it outdid Battle Tactics and uh, Battle Royale. Ooh, I, can't I, I can't wait for Gundam versus Gundam when that finally comes out. Yeah, it's for the consoles. So and uh, they're they're. Another thing, we talked a little bit, I think, in this episode about uh, SD Gundam as one of the alternate series. Right. Uh, they actually put the last, uh, the, la the box set, collection box set in DVD format in Japan. So now, which SD Gundam is it? Is I believe it's the, it's SD Gundam Festival Plus, so I think it is the, 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 norm ones? the normal ones. But oh, I, they, I know. With Bobby? Yeah. Bobby. Yes. But I, I actually think they, I, th I think these are probably the newer incarnations of it because I think that that show they still do them from time to time. Oh, the the, the, the 3D SD one? Gundams, yeah. No, no, not the 3D one, oh, but, but the SD gun, the oh, original SDs. The old school ones, wow. But I, th I think they still do them because I think, um, I think one of the GBA or the DS games that was super deformed. I think there was an anime short or something with that in there too. Wow. And that included all of the series. Because I remember it had there was a little archangel, a super deformed archangel. Oh wow, that's cool. It was kind of funny. So, but and uh, my last little story, and we'll just say happy birthday this month. Ganada is four years old, oh, bringing snap. us all the information we need. But that's just a few T little things that we have there. Tomino's favorite website. <laughs> you can tell from his little little caricature on every on, on the homepage all the time. New Adventures of Tomino-san. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, those are just some things. So it looks like uh, it looks like Double Zero is doing pretty well. So um, hopefully, um, hopefully that stuff continues. And we're actually not going to do any reviews of that this show because we're having some. There's been some issues getting episode three down subtitled. So <laughs> before we even kind of comment on anything, we at least want to know what they say because neither myself or Soul Bro knows how to speak 
Japanese. Japanese. Or, 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 or comprehend most of it. But, <laughs> comprehend um, <laughs> most of it. So, but um, episode two was awesome, and we'll get into that yeah, next show. It was. It was. It. I gotta say, just quickly, it kept the pace going. Yeah. And I, it, it did some things. I think that were. Um, wow. They kind of. They kind of put it in a new direction, which I enjoy. So. It's going to be different, but this one, like I said, I'm just watching each episode. I'm trying not to read too much about it. Take I'll read the past stuff for the news, but that's about it. We'll take it in slowly. But um, this is our second show. So, um, we're like Solbro said, we got a couple topics that we're going to go into, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Gun. Damn it! <laughs> Look at that! This is Solbro Review, and when you have a free moment, check out these cool websites. M-A-H-Q dot net. And that stands for the Mecha and Anime Headquarters. They have information and reviews on a variety of animes, as well as specs on Mecha from your favorite series. Check out the forums and see what the regulars are saying about Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zero. A-E-U-G dot blogspot dot com. And that website is Ganada. And that's your number one news site for all things Gundam. But watch out for those spoilers on Gundam Double Zero, though. FTSshow.com. And that's for the podcast that started it all. Flip the script. Anime, video games, movies, TV, and music are a few of the subjects that are tossed about in a roundtable discussion by six very different individuals. Boy Wonder, Dr. Encyclopedia Black, Lee Majors, and Shoji Romuro, as well as the host of Gundam. Neil Lorenoke and Sobro Ryu. GundamOfficial.com. That's Gundam O F F I C I A L.com. And that's for the official website of Gundam, of course. It's um, managed by the guru of Gundam himself, Mark Simmons. For those who had missed out on Simmons' mega fan site and extensive wiki of mobile suits in the late 90s, labeled the Gundam Project, now's your chance to see the second coming of it at GundamOfficial.com www.myspace.com slash Gundam the show that's G-U-N-D-A-M-N the show and last but not least is the website for the unofficial podcast for all things Gundam and Mecha Gundam check us out on MySpace and if you're a member add us as a friend and give us your opinions on the Mecha series you enjoy peep these cool websites when you get a minute now back to Call me Sir Goddammit! Welcome back to Gundam! This is Sobro Ryu and, 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 for, and Neil Lornick. Don't forget me. That's right, we, we can't forget you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, our first subject tonight that we're discussing is um is 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 a controversial one um Hmm. about a year and some change ago uh we well actually about two years ago word broke that uh yoshiyuki tomina was going back and condensing the zeta gundam series into a three movie um three movie saga much like he did with mobile suit gundam way back in the day yeah and we were kind of excited about it but the question hit us how is he going to squeeze all of that show into three movies and so we reserved judgment till we watched all three. <laughs> and let's just say that the results were bittersweet. Yes. Really bittersweet. But um, that's our subject tonight. The Zeta Gundam um, movie. 
Mobile Suit Zeta gonna a new translation. Yeah. And pretty much how we feel about it. Uh. Um, personally, I like the movies to a point. Um, when I, I, I think I, visually I, they looked amazing. I think, I think they really like the way they kind of reintroduced some of the technology and stuff and using and doing the old animation with the new animation it's especially like in the second third movies they look pretty seamless I honestly think they should have just reanimated the whole thing yeah that's true I mean, I mean they probably should have but for those who are getting reintroduced into Zedek on them you know to watch to watch that it's like yeah. why do these scenes look old and these scenes yeah. look new it's kind of like that first movie was a little tough to watch to an extent. I mean, and it's not because I can sit back and watch an old show, no problem. But when you see it paired up with new animation, yeah. that's resoundingly different, yeah. and even have a different animation, a character designer, yeah, than the original series, it's kind of off. <laughs> I'm watching there, watching it. Yeah, that was wondering. that was one of my. That's kind of one of my big things with it was that. I mean, I kind of agree with you. They. I mean, I don't know how they come about this. I don't know if that's like a shortcut type of deal that they do just to, you know, produce the movie quicker. I'm sure. I'm sure it probably cut down to production time a lot. But, of course. But it seemed like every. But what killed me was by the third movie. You start with like the first movie. It seemed like they had like, I don't know, maybe about 40% new animation. By the end, the third movie, it seemed like the thing was about 70% new animation. So Very I just true. Don't understand why they didn't do it. And do it just, just complete scrap, and just do it all over again. Nothing would have been wrong with it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like when, um, when uh, uh, Tatsunoko did uh, Macross. Do you remember Love? Right. They didn't reuse anything. Everything yeah. was brand new. Yeah. It, it was just a reimagining. And granted, it was only a few years after um, Super Dimensional Fortress Macross ended when they did um, Do You Remember Love? But they redesigned everybody. Um, some people, some characters were older. Yeah. Uniforms had changed. Rarely was there a reanimated scene in that movie. And if there was, I'll stand, I'll sit here corrected. But um, they went the extra mile, reanimated everything. Same thing for Escaflone. Yeah. They did the movies. <laughs> as, bad as, the, as bad as that movie was. Uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What Sorry, asking a phone people, but um, what, are no. your, what are your thoughts on um, um I en- I enjoyed them. Um, I think with especially with the fight scenes and some of the way that they uh, they re kind of redid the order of events when it came to like um, uh, what was it? I think they had Lila Lila died later on. And what yeah. she did in the show, she died during. She the had a bigger part, scene. actually. It seemed she in the did. movie than she did in the in the actual show. Yes, but something's made more sense. Yeah, she died during the reentry attempt mm-hmm. instead of just dying so early on when they went to that colony. They right. didn't even go to that colony. Um, the colony uh, was it Bunch Thirty Five? Right. They didn't even go there. But um, they showed, they showed them. They showed, they showed um, Emma the clip show. Yeah. <laughs> showed her at the colony. Showed her at and the that, colony. And that, and that was kind of, that kind of was a little aggravating because it was like, you know, we're sitting here, you know, people that, uh, I mean, first off, people that love the show are going to be the, you know, they're going to be the ones that are going probably going to go the first day to see it. Yeah. And I'm sure we weren't the only ones that were like, wait a second. She's watching herself from the show. Um, Granted, from the back, dude, they showed her, so it could have been anybody. But yeah. You know, you know, you watch the episode, you know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it looked great. Um, I liked, you know, they basically made the Titans seem a lot more evil than what they were. I mean, they they just seemed just immensely more evil and diabolical than what they were in the show. But the biggest complaint that I have is got to be the 
the omission of the speech of the car, yeah. which is probably the biggest, one of the biggest turning points in the whole show, one of the best parts of the whole show. You know, they could have even kept it because they could have opened up the second movie with it. Yeah. It could have just been, it could have been a narrative. It could have been a narrative over the beginning of the second movie. I mean, just just the whole omission of that. I mean, you you if and if you didn't know that that happened, you wouldn't have known by watching that movie. Um, I think the Kilimanjaro thing. I, I liked it when they fought at Kilimanjaro. Granted, I know they had to do it because they redid the way four got killed. Yeah, they actually they actually killed. All that them. was that that wasn't too too bad. But I think the speech and then the end. I mean. Oh boy. The, I, Spoiler alert for everybody, but they, they change it at the end. Um, Camille's mind doesn't get scrambled. He still kills Soraka the same way, but he doesn't get he doesn't get the mind scramble like he did uh, in the show. And I, that's where it just lost it for me because I think what made the show so great was here are these people banding together to fight the most evil people there are. They're being enlightened. They're you know evolving to another subset. And here's this kid that actually helps and saves pretty much the world, but he sacrificed so much, not only his friends, but he's, he's damaged. He's damaged beyond control. And it's, I, it's, I think that was the, the best thing about the show. It was the cost. Him. It was the yeah. cost of what, everything that he endured yeah. during that time. I mean, he lost everybody. It was, and he not only did he lose his family in the beginning of the show, but the family that he, yeah. he was adopted into he lost the majority of them. He lost his sister figure and Emma. He lost, you know, all those guys like he Captain Hankin. He, he and lost a mother figure. There was a conflict with Rakoa. Yeah. Which I think is one of the greatest things in the series because she was like a mother figure to him mm-hmm. after his own mother went. Yeah. She kind of like nurtured him in a sense. And then when she ripped him from the womb when she went and joined the Titans, that's all in the movie and everything. But yeah. it's just, I think it was homogenized. And, Char, and then, you know, Char's missing at the end. So exactly. I'm sure he didn't. But that's where I think it was. It that's where the show to me got better is better than the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Like I'll always say that if we ever do a thing on the the top Gundam series, I always put Mobile Suit Gundam first because without it we wouldn't have any of the other shows. But I think when it comes to story wise and execution and everything, and really just showing like how bad war is and and you know the sacrifices that people make, it's Zeta Gundam. Yeah. I mean, because that was, here is Armura at the end of Mobile Suit Gundam. He lost what? He lost what? Maybe a few people that he knew. But his Slagger, um, you know, Slagger, Lala, uh, Lala um, uh, uh, Jose. Rio Jose. Yeah. I mean, and that's about it. But, and he was basically, you know, became a hero at right. the end. And here's Camille, quite opposite. And he doesn't know who he is. That, that is, was that's my biggest thing. That's it. what made that ending powerful. That's what yeah. made it powerful. When you sit and watch Zeta Gun, it was like he went through all of that for that. Yeah. But you, you have to realize how much stress he was in that last and not, fight. How and much not only and not only the thing about him getting his mind scrambled, but then you see the person that is in love with him and cares for him, mm-hmm. and she's got to deal with it because that was the biggest thing at the end of the show, where she's just like, you know, she's like, Camille, Camille, are you okay? And, like I think something's wrong with them. I think I think that's a common theme to me to me on anime. It's the girl that is always unrequited. Yeah. So got one, it, it, first it was Frau Bo, then it was Fa Yuri, mm-hmm. and then Turn on Gundam, it's Soshi. You know, it's like there's always a girl oh, yeah. that gets the shaft. 
<laughs> but they still care for the main character nonetheless. And um, Fob, Fob put up, I mean, for, I don't know, just to just, 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 just see the look on Fob's face when she hears his voice at the end and he sounds like he's five years old again. Yeah. And just to, just to see that it, it's, it's... I mean, granted, when they, they show it in the movie and after he kills Scirocco and the, and the Zeta backs up and it slowly transforms from the, from the uh, Wave Rider mode, looks great. <laughs> One of the coolest things I've ever seen. But I was just kind of sitting there. I mean, I don't hate him, but it just, I guess from what I was expecting, right? It didn't deliver. Like, you know, I was maybe expecting, I guess maybe first off, because it was Tamino, I was expecting the end to be more of a bloodbath than what it was. Exactly. I mean. And on top of that, it made Sirocco look like a punk. <laughs> in, in the show. Yeah. He left a he was justified. impression he was, on he, Camille. He was still justified in what he, yeah. he wasn't wrong. He was just on the side that didn't win. Yeah, exactly. and that's And that's kind of the whole. And that was the whole thing that in the, in the movie, they were showing. Exactly. In the movie, he was vanquished. Instead yeah. of actually, you know, there being a consequence of fighting such a powerful new type, instead, you know, he just, you know, he, he was he was a cakewalk. And the other me. thing is they made him seem more evil. They made him just as evil as the Titans, where in the show he never really, he went along with them, but he wasn't doing it because he believed in what they thought. That and you're right. In this just, one, he just, just was like the movies made him look like a manipulator more so than anything. As yeah. As opposed to the, the, to the, you know, kind of a calculating, you know, mastermind that he was. He at least you knew he did it for a much bigger goal. Right. His quote alone, where he says, "Um, what's this? The I won't be. I will not be the man that leads us into the future. The the, the, the leader that'll do that will be yeah, a, woman. a woman. Yeah. I mean, he, even he had a." He had a prophecy that that would take place, mm-hmm. and in some sense it did. Yeah. In some sense it did. Oh, who was it? Um, Turn A Gundam. If you look at it, if you look, if, if it's that far in the future, right? If you if you follow the Turn A theory, then that is true. Yeah. Um, I don't know in UC when it happens. Well, maybe maybe if you look at Victory Gundam. Well, not only that, but I'd say Double Zeta too. But and that that oh, brings right, me sure. to the other point is it the way that this the way that that mo- uh, movie ended. They have the whole thing with Axis. Uh, they just leave yeah. for whatever reason. They just leave, they and it makes leave. no sense because, really, in the end, and what made it so great at the end of Zeta was the fact that they were the only group that still had military strength. That's so it true. made sense that they would make a power play exactly. in Zeta and Double Zeta. Pick up the pieces. It basically just threw the whole du- Double Zeta storyline out the window, and I know a lot of people don't like Double Zeta, some but people, I... Some people might applaud it, but not you and me? Hell, heck no. I own it. I own it, and I, I think... I mean, I understand the first, like, couple episodes are very, uh, very, you know, geared towards children, but that show, after a while, gets really, uh, real serious real quick. In the late teens, that show picks up yeah. and becomes a show that, you know, it's and worth And it just kind of... Re- and I understand it's just a reimagination, but, man, it just... I don't know. It didn't seem... and. That brings it to, and they made Haman look a lot more docile than what she was. She seemed more power hungry in the show. Yeah. I mean, and she, you know, she was a, she was a mean woman. I mean, <laughs> she was a she was a jilt she was a jilted woman. Yeah. I mean, Char pissed her off, and you know, she was she was gonna make everybody pay for that one. Exactly. Even him. <laughs> Especially him. I mean, heck, the movie makes it sound like Char died because you don't see the floating. Heart, heart, heart. How could she get it? Yeah. Movie? You don't see it. Yeah. And, and, and 
Tomino says is, oh, it's up to the fans to think what they think because he retconned all of Double Zeta. So maybe he retconned Sean, I mean, Char surviving too. But I think that's BS, man. Your most beloved character, and you're going to do that to him? Well, I mean, and in, in two, I mean, the way that, you know, the way that you always want him to end is him and Armuro have to kill each other just, exactly. just like you would want in any, any of these things. I think the movies would have been awesome if they actually led into maybe Double Zeta, a new translation. Yeah. That would have made those movies worthwhile because Double Zeta deserved a second shot. But I'm with you. I think as, as good as they were visually, and I mean, like I said, they were they were enjoyable all the way up to the end, to the end of the third movie, but it, that show was so layered and there was so much going on in that show that I don't know how you could honestly do it in three, two, two and a half hour movies like they did. I think four movies probably might have given my. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it. Because it, 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 after I watched them, I went back and saw the actual show. And then that's when I was like, I had a real appreciation of it. So, I mean, not hating on it. Just, you know, wasn't completely happy. And I know we weren't the only ones that probably weren't happy with the ending. But, not. you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I. <laughs> I, I appreciate that they did that, but, you know, I think to an extent, it's kind of painful because it lost its effect. That show was, that's a, that's a powerful show. It's a powerful show. I mean, some people might think it's like, it's very dark. And, um, well, it was. It, it's not, I mean, if you look at Tomino's other works, it's not nearly as dark as some of the other stuff he's put out. Big, uh, no, I would say, I, well, they were dark just on the, the thing of, like, violence. I think what made... What I like about Zeta Gundam was the fact of there always was the sense of hopelessness in that. Like, like, like they they always, even when the A was ahead, they never were ahead. And every time they did something, the Titans always won. And, you know, Victory Gundam, that's a whole different story. That was just... That was just violent because you just saw a poor little kid get his heart torn out every uh, every episode. Every episode because people he cared for it just got mutilated. But whew, that's a different story for a different time. Oh, yeah. But that 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 maybe you're gonna make take up two segments. But no, I uh, I I I I think uh, I I think it's it's a fair homage to the show. I'm just glad though it is it does have the new translation thing on it because it is not it's it, it's not yeah. the gospel. No, and then pretty much it's it's definitely a, just a different take for anybody who's interested in Zeta or anybody who doesn't even had never experienced the original, original series. I do suggest you watch those first and then watch the yeah. TV show. I mean, yeah, and 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 yeah, and, and watch um, and watch the the movies when they come out. And you know, like Solbro said, if you haven't seen the original show, watch that first, and then you'll you'll, you'll understand it a little bit better because that was the other thing. It was kind of tuned for people. You had to have a base knowledge yeah. in Gundam, so. But so anyway, um, that's it for this segment. Um, and uh, we'll and buy it when it comes out. And check out the Zeta Gundam, a new translation when it comes out here in the United States. Whenever Bandai gives us the word. But um, we'll be right back in just a few moments. You're listening to Gundam. Suddenly, there was a terrible roar all around us, and the sky was full of what looked like huge bats, all swooping and screeching and diving around the car. And a voice was screaming, holy, holy Jesus, Jesus, what are these goddamn animals? <laughs> hey, Garma. Do you read me? Blame this on the misfortune of your birth. What? Misfortune? That's right. Char, you're not saying that... 
you were indeed a very good friend to me. Don't take it personally. You can thank your father for this. Shar, <laughs> you... <laughs> you double-crossed me, Shar! Hey, you! Get your Gun. damn hands off her! And welcome back to Gundam. This is Neo, and we're going to jump into another topic here. Um, it's actually something that's a little bit uh, dear to both me and Soulbro's heart. Uh, being children of, being people that's around the same age and being children around the same time is, uh, we're going to talk quick about Macross. Uh, just everything dealing with Macross. Um, you know, for most people in the U.S., they think of Robotech, and we're definitely going to talk about that because it definitely had a... Uh, a huge part of our lives. Boy, did it. Yes. I would have to say probably the biggest one is being a little kid. I, I was watching it, and first episode I saw was um, was the one before Roy died. Wow. And I got hooked into the show because I liked fighter planes and stuff, and it had action, and then they transformed. Of course, every kid's going to love that. Right. Watch the next episode. Notice the guy gets hurt. He goes to the hospital. Didn't think too much about it. Saw everybody crying at the end. But it was, you know, a little kid. You know, maybe eight, nine years old. Wasn't really thinking too much about it. Mm-hmm. Next episode, where's Roy? Where's Roy? <laughs> everybody talking they, about him in the past tense. And then they, talk, yeah. and they start talking about how Commander Foker's not coming back. I'm Ooh. like, damn, he's... Wait a second. Did it, this didn't happen in G.I. Joe. Oh, my gosh. Did it, it never did. Yeah. Everybody, people could get grazed by him. Grazed by laser beams, it'll be yeah. bright as rain next episode. I mean, that show, uh, wow. I mean, I don't know what you can say on that. I mean, for something, granted, I, kn- I know what we saw here, Robotech wasn't the true vision of the Japanese, but I think it I think it did what it needed to do. I yeah. think, um, you know, it's one of those shows that's, uh, I, I think it's one of the few anime shows that crosses all spectrums. It's one of those shows, I think, even people that aren't big into anime, they know Robotech. Yeah. They know yeah, Max Sterling and Roy Foker and that stuff like exactly. that. So It's a show that has something for everybody. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like it was one of those shows that had um, action, adventure, romance. It had warfare. It had you know topical issues in the show. Yeah. And it was an amazing find to see it at the age of eight for me. I mean, yeah. you, your first episode may have been um, the episode before Roy died, but my first episode was... Um, the episode where Rick finally got subordinates was like episode. Uh, it was episode eight, and he got his, he got his wingman for the first time under his command. Oh, those two, those, those two Max guys. And Max, and, um, Max and Ben. Ben, yeah. And, um, Didn't Ben get killed? Yeah. Um, the episode after Roy died. The bomb, right? He got caught up in the bomb they, blast. They they had just tried to um, test their new um, shield. Around yeah. the around the SDF one, and then it got overloaded from all the beams getting sh- being shot at it. And when they had to hit their afterburners to escape the um the explosion, okay. he hit his he didn't hit his um his afterburners in time. That's right. Caught up in the explosion, and it was a it was a lot for a kid to take. Oh like my god! Yeah. I, mean, I had grown you know I always thought Roy was cool, but when you sit and you watch an episode that's centered centered on Roy, which never happened in the series. Until the episode that he died, yeah. you, you get this ominous feeling that something big is going to happen to him. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I've never seen an episode like with that kind of you know pacing before, where you see it, it's a it's a it's centered on around a minor character, 
But even I knew as a kid, it's like something's gonna happen. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> you, you had that sense of dread. Yeah, and which like, was amazing too, because here's a show that they definitely brought over for kids to watch. And you know, a lot of these Japanese shows that they used to bring over, they used to cut all that stuff out. I mean, yeah. look at Voltron. Look you know, up. Sven died, and they, they you know, he, exactly. Sven's dead, but they're saying he's going some medical planet. Yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> but. But um, no, I mean Macross to me. I think um, as much as as much as I think Gundam has an influence on mecha anime and you know storytelling in general when it comes to anime and e- and even with a lot of the Japanese movies out there, I think um, I think Macross in a lot of ways equals and pr- maybe subse- uh, you know surpasses uh, Gundam because uh, it, it it did do a lot of things where like you just said it. it tackled more with the issues where Tamino just wanted to shock you with you know the brutality and you know the sacrifices well, you can of defi- war you can definitely see a difference in directorial styles yeah. Tamino's more more he likes to pump up the drama mm-hmm. he likes to mess with his characters Macross a character's death was kind of a way to push was what kind of way to advance the story as opposed to in, in Gundam it was something to really I don't it know. It's part of the story. It's part you know, of the story. But some deaths were senseless. Um, yeah. Save for um, there's some deaths in Gundam that are really senseless, and Victory Gundam is a perfect example. But I think I'm I think harping on that show a lot. But I'm just saying. I think he does that because, you know, he's trying to do the whole message of war, and you know, death is senseless, and you know, there are always senseless deaths in war. There's no good or bad deaths. That's so, true. That's I mean, true. that is understandable. But like you said, though. I noticed that also um, with, and I noticed that with a lot of the Macross series, um, they kind of keep that same little, same little thing going where it's like death is part of it, but it's not the overpowering part of it. It's just how these people keep going on. And there's there's actual romance in these shows. Granted, yeah. I mean, a lot of dudes listening don't want to see that. They just want to see their mechs tearing stuff up. But hey, I, I I like a little bit of. Um, it's gonna happen. I like a little bit of soap opera in my. In well, my space I mean, it, and it it is gonna be real life. I mean, if you're gonna have men and women fighting together, yeah, they're arguing, cavorting together. They're not gonna be fighting all the time. So, Always. but um, I'd have to say that was great. We were talking about some other uh, Macross shows. So, the one after it was what Macross. Um, it was the movie adaptation of um, Superman Su- yeah, Macross, and that was called Do Do You Remember Love? Right. Um, it's hard to find. But I have a sneaky feeling that once ADV is put out, and I think they've already finished putting out all their um, Super Dimensional Fortress Macross DVDs, mm-hmm. um, they'll probably try to adapt that and put that on DVD as well. At least I hope so. It's a really good movie, and there is an English dub, but it's actually done by English people. <laughs> and it's not Oh, like that. England from Britain? English, English from Britain. Britain? It was done like years ago, like say, yeah. in like the late 80s it was dubbed. It's not that bad. It's I've only seen it subtitled, so. Yeah, I actually sat, I saw that when I was a kid. I saw a bootleg tape of it way back in the day and then and um i i was scratching my head because someone lent me this tape to me saying oh it's robotech watch it it's great and i'm sitting there watching it's like what is this 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 is not even the voices i remember what what is this but i sat and watched it and i enjoyed it i don't see carl masick i don't see his his credits anywhere i didn't see his magic touch anywhere (laughs) on this but the, the one thing i did like about do you remember love though was um the fact that min may was not portrayed as a as a kind of a flighty chick, she was yeah. actually portrayed as a, a pretty cool girl who met, you know, met. Um, She's a lot more mature. Rick than what she acted exactly. Yeah. She was a lot more mature yeah. than his her original um, incarnation. She was a little bit older, and um, you actually felt bad for her when um, 
Rick went away after, well, Hikaru went away after getting um, captured by the Zentradi and came back with a new woman on his own. Yeah. You felt bad for her because um, she didn't do anything wrong. He, she, he was captured and just got attached to another girl. But um, as opposed to Robotech, where our uh, Macross original The music show, was she, good in that one, too. Oh, the music was awesome. Yeah. And what was what, the one after that would be what? Macross 2. Macross 2. Macross I 2. don't think I've seen any of that one. I, I watched it once, and, and it wasn't bad. I just... I didn't walk away from it, you know, all too. Um, yeah, all too definitely one of those things you might want to check out again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, before I you pass judgment. Yeah, I yeah. shouldn't really pass judgment on it. I, I really need to grab a copy of it again and check it out. After that, there is. Um, let's see. Oh, the um, probably the best representation of Macross. Period. Yes. You, yes. You, you go ahead and let them know. Macross Plus. Go. <laughs> Man, talk about it. Wow. Talk about Shoji Kawamori finding his wow, just his one of his best um, directed OVAs. And we we actually and we and we actually know somebody that's not even big into mech anime, and but that loves that. that. That's it, to him is, that is the end all be all show right our, there. Our friend Shoji Kawamori loves Macross Plus. Yeah. We swear by that to this day, and it's it's cool that the OVA has something to offer as well as the movie adaptation has something to offer. A little different. There's two different takes on certain scenes. I don't know if I've ever seen the movie. I've always just watched the OVA. I mean, talk about talk about the use of music. I mean, the music in that show is just amazing. And for a lot of people, that was their first exposure to Yoko Kano. Man, and the woman has got the. She is such a magnificent. Um, just uh, just. Uh, she just creates great music for and him. great, yeah, and grabs the feeling of what you're trying to achieve. Exactly. And the thing that what I've seen, what makes that show great, is even I don't even care, live action, animated, whatever. That's one of the best representations of a of a weird love triangle that I've ever oh, seen. Oh my gosh! Oh. That's what Macross is all about love triangles. But boy. that one is just because you you felt for all of them. Because usually, because yeah. usually. And one of those love triangles, you just want to kill one of the people in the in the love triangle. But that one, you understood the girl, and you understood the two guys. I mean, that thing. And then, of course... I, I love the twist. I won't say what it is, oh, but yeah. there's a twist, like, almost towards the end, about um, one of the people involved in the love triangle. And it's like, wow. And then, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and then the, and then, then just, the, just the way of just the new representation of the Veritex. I get, well, the dog I, fights, dude. Oh, my God. I mean, the they're... Fights. They're not even. Um, I don't even think what, they're not even really called Veritex in that one. That's just no, a because they're what Valkyries, Valkyries, yeah. Valkyries, and there was like it was it was not really concentrated on a war. It was no two uh, two. They were test um, pilots. They were test pilots developing two different Valkyries, and and um, they were just how they got along and how they both cared about. That the is, and I know we did a I know we did an episode with Must Sees, and I I don't know how we forgot that show. Oh my god! Because that is definitely if you enjoy mech anime. And, and it doesn't even matter if you don't like Robotech. That's or Macross. You, you, you need watch, to see this show. You can show. watch Macross Plus without having to see any and other yeah. Macross. And you'll be fine. And you'll be fine. And you'll and you'll love this show. It's it's straight up story. And I mean, it, it's a standalone. I, I could I could really suggest that to anybody. Yeah. Even even people who are not mech fans. And then I guess that would probably bring us to the final two. Yeah. Um, one of them is um, Macross Seven. Which um, I've never seen, but I hear it's a it's a continuation of the original. Exactly, it's a continuation of the, the original Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. So a lot of the characters who were in that show that happened to survive it show up. I know the main character of the show is the daughter, or one of the daughters, of Max and Myriad Genus, 
who in um, Robotech were Max and Maria Sterling, but she's like the main character, and you got a, another guy who's a singer. He's like. Mm, she's like the youngest out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, because I know they had a couple. So. Oh, they had mad kids. I think they had. I think they actually had like maybe five or six or seven. Wow. But um, it's called Macross Seven. It's hard to find. I know that much. It's hard to find, and I'm amazed it hasn't been licensed yet. But maybe it's kind of a pain to translate because of all the music. Yeah. But um, we're getting a lot more music, music, um, musically driven shows nowadays. So it may not be out of the realm of um possibility that we get it. But um, last but not least, there's um, the final Macross, which just came out recently. Yeah. How about it, Neil? Oh, Macross uh, Zero. Yes, sir. And you were talking earlier about dogfights. Oh, man. The opening, I mean, just for anybody to see, just the opening, like, I think it's like maybe five or six minutes of that, of the first episode is just amazing. They throw you right in. They throw you right in. And what's cool about it is it's a standalone, too, because it's basically a prequel. It's a prequel to Robotech Macross, Super Dimensional, Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. It's got Roy in it, um, but he's the only character that's really from the first one, and he's and he's uh, he's a test pilot. And you know the Veritex are brand new. Uh, they're just I think it's maybe a year or two after the war, that big war they always talk about, and they're still fighting. They're still fighting um, remnants of some of the factions and they have their own versions of the Veritex. So I mean it it is just I mean and visually it's great because it's a lot of computer generation. They make the um they there's actually a sequence where they show the Veritech changing from the plane mode into the mech mode. And I think the biggest thing And it made sense. It, it made sense. <laughs> the biggest thing about it is that all the um all the all the all the Veritech animations all in three D. Yeah. It's like all the dogfights, all the mech oh. are three D. Which and uh, we were kinda worried about it at first, but it really looks good. I, I Oh it, it it looks it looks better than anything on three sixty or PlayStation oh, too. Wow. I mean <laughs> Well no, I mean it is it is so sharp. I mean and I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about those. I'm just saying, you know, is the d incredible detail that you see in like the 360 or um, or, th or uh, PlayStation 3 HD. I mean that, I, and I would love to see this come over in HD because I think that 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 show is just amazing. And it hasn't been licensed yet. You never know; it could be one of the first. I, I know. I know a lot of people haven't. Re I it had kind of a mixed um, reception. I think. I think it's one of these things because it, it's a little bit of a departure from the other Robotechs and the other Macrosses, it's a lot more spiritual, Very this much. one. Yeah, it's, they it's go... It's really the only um, Macross to not involve any kind of aliens whatsoever. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, they, they talk so. about them, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and I think that's the other thing is they're, you know, all the technology is still brand new. Uh, the Veritex are still brand new. Um, you get to see a different side of Roy. You get to see how he, you know, how he was... In the regular Macross, as opposed to Robotech, always right. drunk, and um, you know you can see kind of his uh, his take on things and, and see why he continued to fight because he had a love interest in that one and it wasn't Claudia. It wasn't Claudia at all. So, but um, I mean, it's I, I would definitely say for people to check all those out. And um, I mean, I think Macross is one of these shows where I think it's. People know it, people enjoy it, but I think sometimes it does miss, you know, people miss its importance. And even I think to myself, I sometimes kind of underestimate what it's done because I'll sit back and watch these things and I'm like, man, you know, these are 
This is good shows. It's still timeless. Even yeah. though it looks old, it still holds up. I mean, even with Robotech, as as it, Robotech is one of these shows where I mean, me and Solro were talking earlier today about you know some shows that we saw when we were kids, and you know rewatching them as you get older, and they kind of lose their value. And but Robotech still doesn't look like they're trying to sell me toys or beat me over the head with toy advertising. Yeah, and I actually think I got a little bit more. I understood it more now. Than I did as a exactly. kid. You have a more, you have a deeper appreciation for it as an yeah. adult than you did way back then. I mean, half the half the stuff in that show I couldn't even begin to relate to or understand until I, you know, at least hit my teenage years. Because I gotta under, I gotta admit, even with Robotech being, um, you know, a splice up of Macross, they did a good job of it. It made sense. It, I mean, yeah, of course some things are fast forwarded, but at least made sense. But we definitely would say, um, you know, Macross. I'm sure we're preaching to the choir out there, the Mac fans. So. But they didn't definitely need to check that out. But um, that's this uh, little segment, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Bring us gun. The packages. Hello, everyone. How are you? Fine, thank you. Oh my God. Flip the Script is a roundtable discussion covering the topics of anime. I know you guys are just like me. We can't afford to pick up all these volumes that they keep releasing. Where the hell are the movies where I can only buy one thing and enjoy it? A lot of shows with the same themes come to the States first, so we get to miss out on a lot of the original shows. Case in point, Monster, one of the greatest murder mystery sagas that's just been animated in, 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 in Japan. It's about 75 episodes. Wonderful show. Has yet to be picked up. Video games. 360 or PS3. Which one would you actually spend your hard-earned money on? Both. Um, on both? <laughs> but you, you would have to pick one. Uh, um, the Wii. Can I buy the Wii? <laughs> There's been so much hype about this PS3 that it's like, why? I just gotta see it. Can you like, get pushed back again? Japan gets uh, 100,000 on November 11th as we get 400,000 uh, November 17th. That is 100,000 less units of the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to have some fun getting that sucker. Do that you is know true. And, there are only and the, and the 30 million people living in Canada? Which means about 95% of those people will not be getting but, a PS3. But... <laughs> television what is the deal with dave Chappelle? first two seasons of his show were awesome third season came around and the motherfucker wasn't even there money got to his brain money got to his brain money exactly. got to his brain and that's what i'm saying right there he didn't want to do the show if it was going to conflict with his beliefs i guess he's become more of a devout muslim so you know he's I a muslim for real yeah he's a muslim who says so he's a, mu- he's a muslim since when read anything? Mama man told me this. Oh, I'm too bad. <laughs> <laughs> the protector actually far superseded on Bach. Let's let's backtrack here. The story is kind of silly, but they just said enough of uh, groundwork for the story so that you can get into the action. Well, after the first 20, 15, 20 minutes yeah. of the movie, it's just it's like, balls okay. to the wall, ass kickery. It's got some of the best camera work I've seen in action. There, there, in there, and there's a lot of chicken bone breaking in this one because <laughs> I'll tell you this Wait. much, folks. Tibulas and fibulas are going like crazy. Everyday stuff. First off, we decided to have a draft, a live draft, and we get together at a sports bar to do this thing and pick the teams. Oh, Guys yeah. are showing up in their favorite team's jerseys. Hey. They're coming with notebooks, hey. pens, pads. They got their hey. best friend on their cell phone um, to give them advice on who to pick. I come as I am, and I'm thinking to myself, I am starting something with a bunch of total lunatics. 
They are dealing with the opinions of six different people. Those people include Boy Wonder. I thought it was great that nobody knocked Brad Pitt for breaking up with him. Pe- people in doing tabloid news and stuff are just like, man, I'd have done the same thing. Doctor Encyclopedia Black. We know that Angelina Jolie and her father have a bad relationship. A- and it's like, why? Why do I need to know this? Lee Majors. I-, I-, I feel really good when I actually hear a woman say, yeah, I would have picked Angelina too. I'm like, you damn right. <laughs> Neo the Blondes. The only thing that I see when I see Angelina Jolie is... I, I just wonder how she would break me in two in bed and how I would die a very happy man. Shoji Romero. Once again, I bring up the whole fact that you guys gotta know, I have a short attention span. You right. guys bore me, I'm moving on. And Soul Brother Ryu. SNK versus Capcom Card Fighters. I know y'all all laughing out there, but F y'all, that's going to be the game of the year. We'd like to welcome all of you to flip the script. Fix this gun. Damn door! Welcome back to Gundam. And our next segment, we're going to be talking about our favorite um, alternate Gundam universe, uh, alternate universe series in Mobile Suit Gundam. Um, from pretty much the worst to the best, <laughs> in our opinion. This, this, our may opinion. Differ, this may differ from yours. But um, we're just going to do a quick rundown and talk briefly about each one. And, yeah. And hopefully start up some controversy. That's what we hope to do. Some controversy, but on a civil level. Friendly controversy. That's right. We keep it fresh and civil here. Yes. At least we try. <laughs> but um, we might as well start off. Where do you want to start off with? The, the worst or the best? Oh, let's, let's start off with the best one. Really? Like maybe our favorite one uh, that we think is just our number one of all the gun. And, and what would that be? That would cover what? Gundam X? Mobile, uh, Gundam Seed. We'll start with the first one. We'll start with um, G Gundam. G Gundam. Wing. Wing. X. Okay. Turn A. Turn A. Seed. Mm-hmm. And most recently, Gundam Double Zero. Okay. So I guess Seed would include Destiny. Or are you are those two um, different shows or seed, the same the seed show? Seed Universe, basically. Okay. But um, Seed and Destiny, and and of course Stargazer as well. Okay. And that would, I guess that would include Endless Waltz for Gundam Wing. Yeah, but um, okay. well, pretty much, pretty much anything that's not UC, basically, mm. and okay. that would even include, to some degree, mm. SD Gundam. Now, there's two versions of SD Gundam. Yes. One of them rocks ass. One of them, but is it's the, Universal oh, Century. <laughs> one of them is one of them rocks out awesome, and um, another one, it's, not not so it's much. Just, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll we'll try not. We'll get into that later. Yeah, I, I think okay, <laughs> but pro, I would say probably my. You know what? Okay, I, I take that back. Maybe we should do best first. We should go with the worst. We should go with the worst. What would you? What would be your worst one? Well, outside of the SD one, because uh, I gotta get SD gun the world. Your 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 SD gun the world aside. Yeah, your uh, <laughs> your little your little spiel there about SD gun, and we already know that. Yeah, but you, 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 guys, you, you guys already know my thoughts on that. <laughs> but um, it was a valiant attempt to introduce it to the kids, but I don't know what they were thinking. But um, <laughs> the one that I would say is the least favorite of mine is probably Mobile Suit, uh, new Mobile Report, Gundam Wing. Oh. And I, I don't want to oh. hate on that show too much. 
because it was my first Gundam series. Yeah. And I, I, I thank the series for being my first because it moved me on to bigger and better shows. <laughs> once once, I, once yeah. I got caught a wind of what Gundam was, and I'll forever wow. thank um, Toonami and the, and the cats at William Street and um, Bandai for bringing it here and mm-hmm. getting, getting our appetites wet for Gundam. Yeah. I, uh, hmm. I'll be honest with you. I kind of, I would have to probably, I don't want to be total agreement, man, but I would have to agree with you on that one. And, and mainly I see it as just um, that, sto- that show goes well up until I think it's after Hero gets defeated by Zex or when he blows up the, the first uh, yeah. zero, the double zero, or the zero one, and they just go on to that whole pacifism thing and Berlina peace craft all of a sudden goes from uh, high school student to, to, to leader, leader of the, of the world. She, you know. she goes from high school student to Kofi Annan. I, it, yeah, it just, I mean, I, and the, I, I enjoy a lot of the characters and some of the action, but it, it's kind of, um, it's kind of more of a sterile story too because towards the end when you're they're just sitting there fighting the mobile dolls it's like oh boy you know okay he, there goes uh yeah, it, it, shenron and it, it just, just or the oh it was the altron at then it's like yeah. he just killed five guys and you know trays took a pack seat and it was just yeah to me it was the fast food of gundam it was yes. um it take everything from every gundam series that came out mm-hmm. and let's put in a mismatch of um Let's put it. Let's let's make it easy to digest, so that people who are new to Gundam can actually enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, enjoy what Gundam's all about, and that's what I. That's that's the pure genius of the show. Yeah. The drawback to that is that um, a lot of characters are lost too, too quickly developed. Like when Lady Yun, <laughs> Lady Yun oh just became gosh. she went she went from raging bee to an awesome person. Yes. And it's like, I hated Lady Un so much at the beginning of the show, I almost didn't want to accept this new, cool version of Lady Un towards the end. It's like, okay, how does she make this wonderful transformation? Hero made a wonderful transformation. Like, he, he had You kind of understood that, and you understood why he did. Exactly, but I mean, some things yeah. just don't go so smoothly. Katra lost his mind and came back from that. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, and, and, it's, and it's a shame, because to be honest with you, it's got one of my favorite Characters of all Gundam in there, oh, Trace. Oh gosh, I mean the man. That is the that is the best contribution but, the show made. But halfway through that show, it, it, you would you thought Trace Kusunada got launched somewhere else because <laughs> there's you don't hear hide nor hair of that man. Exactly. I mean, but yeah, it's it. I mean, it, it's just my opinion, and I mean, it's not that I hate it. I own the show, yeah. and I. And I, I actually been thinking about wa- uh, watching it again because I, I do, I do, I do enjoy it. But I think in the terms of the other shows, yeah, it's not. If it wasn't, I'd sit there Gundam, wondering. I think mm-hmm. it would be, um, you know, I would probably wouldn't think so down on it if Me it's too. that. So Me too. I mean, that's I agree that's with the that whole thing right there. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry fans, because oh. I know it's I know it is one of the more popular ones, and it is understandable. Well, a lot of the a lot of the diehards would probably agree with us. They probably yeah. say, you know, you know, it's like that's the one I like the least too. I mean, granted, yeah. there's some likable characters in the show, but for the most part, um, there are other Gundam series that far, far, far outclass it. And I <laughs> guess we should move on to the next. Yeah. one. Yeah, I think for me, above probably would be the next above, and I think it's because of 
if we're including all the incarnations of the show, I think the second part of the, in- the second part of the show oh, heard it is is uh, Gundam Sea because I think the, yeah. I think the first show was good. I think it was really good, and they did a lot of things that it was like an up to date take on the Super Yeah, Gundam. it really was. And then they did a lot of things that. Um, made a lot more sense, and they broke the norm. Yeah, you they know, did. They, Kira they fl- gets the girl. They flipped a lot um, of stereotypical characters yeah. on their head, and I like that. Uh, Kira was never... You didn't hate him, and he never got too cocky, like all the other pilots seemed to do. Um, La Crusade was pure evil. Yeah, he was... <laughs> he didn't have any... There was no justifiable. No yeah. justifiable. The he was way he was different from Star Asimov or any of those Exactly. Guys. He kind of came off like the brothers in um, at Gundam X. Yes. You know, he knew it was a freak of nature, and he wasn't... You know, he was making no excuses for he himself. He wanted society to pay for what he was. But exactly. I think the second part, Destiny, whereas... And Destiny, to me, has two parts. The first part, up until... Basically, till they're in Berlin, I think yes. is good. I think that's good, but after that, I, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, I think they just kind of, they had too much going on, and they just realized they had. It, it could have been one of several things. Yeah. So someone squandered the budget. There was a conflict between the actors and the head writer. There was uh, I don't know what they did, but it, I think they just opened. Personally, I think they just opened. They put in too many stories. Are too many, uh, uh, you know, beginnings of stories, and they found out that oh, we have only 20 episodes left, so we just gotta speed this up. But yeah, but the funny thing is, there were four recap episodes throughout the entire yeah. show. Show that killed it too. That show had more recap episodes than any other Gundam series in history, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. When Double Zero yeah. makes its run, there better not be one recap episode throughout that whole show. Well, they're gonna have to. Which is maybe it's, maybe one for Christmas. That, and that's that's understandable, but there's yeah. been some Gundam series that had no recap episodes. Period. Yeah, that is true. So I'm just saying they can always just skip what, a week. What would be yours above wing? Mine above a wing? Well, um, I definitely put endless waltz above wing, but um, that's just in the that's just in the yeah. denim too. That's a just in the denim to wing. So, I mean, I have to lump that in with it. Yeah, um, it's just true. like lumping in destiny with um seed, but yeah, because it does it does bring up that show a little bit because I, I do like endless waltz. Yeah. Well, if I had to, I'd, I'd agree with you that C would be the next one from the, from the lowest. And that would make um, the next one up, too. This is when it starts to get really hard. Um, I either have um, G or X to choose from. But if I was going to pick one, that would be the next one from the bottom would probably be G. And it doesn't make G bad at all, not by any stretch of the imagination. I had a hard time getting into G at first because of the premise. But about... 13 episodes in. Oh, yeah. The Indiana Highlands. Yeah, exactly. That show hit its stride and didn't stop. And as the characters were all like, you know, they're all like, you know, caricatures of characters for, for people from that, you know, the, their respective countries. But it was interesting just to see how where the story was going and how it developed and how complex it got towards the end oh, yes. and how there were some strong themes in that show like love and, and you know, just national pride and... Um, Envi- environmental conscious, environmental environmentally conscious, and stuff like that. And then yeah. um, to find a character, to find, let's say, um, the arc, arc, archetype of Shar Aznable split between two characters in the show. Yeah. Um, you had the viewpoints of Shar split to Master Asia, mm-hmm. and you had the kind of significant of the max, masked man um, put into the um, Schwartz Bruder, Big Pimpin, right there. But <laughs> and. You had you had the, just the dynamic between all the characters, and you had the last ten episodes oh my God. of that show are some of the most adrenaline-filled 
in any animated series, period. Some, some of the great, it's probably some of the most fun that you will have, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. And like you said earlier, too, the whole thing about love, it's the one Gundam show where they got the love story correct. We were talking earlier in one of our other segments about Macross doing that and that being a big part of Macross. Well, it's never really been, it doesn't matter who directed what Gundam show, they always have an issue. Yeah, exactly with the love story, but except that one. Yeah, romance it just does it. Romance always takes a back seat in most Gundam shows, but in this one, oh, the love story developed throughout the show until it finally reached ahead in the last. And it five. had the triangle too. It had a triangle, and it's like you felt and you bad, couldn't, and you couldn't hate on any one of the people in that triangle. Couldn't either. do it. Couldn't do it. So, but um, that I'll, I won't ruin it. But on episode forty-five is one of the greatest battles no. of all time, and and, and the, I, I, to me, it's the greatest fight in Gundam history. Oh, uh, I think so. I, I think it's the greatest fight in yeah. any Gundam series is in yeah. episode 45. Yeah. And um, the way from the episode starts to the way it ends, that is pure gold. Pure gold. The dialogue and everything. But let me not continue to go on I'll about have this because uh, I'll start crying. I'll actually have to, my, you know, to, to go from my, you know, second to left, second from the bottom. It's going to be a little different. All right. I, and uh, it's... You know, it's the alternate series, but then supposedly it's not either. It's Turn A. I think. Turn a? I think when it comes to alternate, I like Turn A. I enjoyed it. I, I love the mood of it. I love the, you know, I enjoyed the way that they kind of did everything a little bit different with it when it came to the mechs, mm-hmm. especially the Gundams, and um, you know, with the characters and everything like that. Um, it it was it was a very good show, but. I don't know the the one the ones I put above it to me are uh, that they're the ones that would you know that I find probably the best. Which I'll just go above that. The one I find above uh, Turn A would be, and this is going to be tough because we only got two shows left yeah. on my side. So it's I would have to say, wow, this is being on the spot here. Actually, to be honest with you, I would have to say. The close second to me would be G Gundam, and Ooh. it would be, and it's very difficult because for all the things that Solbro said about it, the thing that I liked about it, and see, I was actually the one that kept telling him, "You got to watch the show." Exactly. Because I watched the show and I, I I own it, and I kept telling him like, "Look, you just got to go with it. You got to go with it." And it took me forever. My brothers watched it, and it was yeah. like, "Dude, this show is the best, man. What are you waiting for?" It's and like, the, I, I don't know. And the reason why I like the show more than anything is the fact that to me it is one it is one animated mech filled badly it's like feels like a badly dubbed martial, martial arts, arts film <laughs> from the <laughs> late 70s and early 80s that we that I used to watch all the time. I mean, just the fact of the Gundams, the mobile suits doing martial arts mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's got all that pride and all the uh, mysticism of the different martial arts and exactly. everything. In the, and I mean, and the characters, as if you see pictures of them, as flamboyant, as kind of crazy looking as they are, I mean, they're great characters. I Take, mean, it's like they took characters from fighting games and gave them suits. Yeah, pretty like, much. I mean, and it, and, yeah, and you can see that there, there's influences from 2D fighting games in yeah. there. There's influences the way, from the way Damon fights when he kicks in uh, arcs of light, shoot from his feet. It's yeah. like okay. Yeah. So, but rip, rip straight from King of Fighters. Nice. But, I mean, for anybody that's not seen that show, I say that you go to it and, and watch it because, man, you will not be. Uh, you will not be. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, it's it's almost you get a loss of words sometimes just talking about that show because yeah. it's it's it is a it is a must see and it is, and, a it is and it and and like Solbro said, the last ten episodes are just if you enjoy action, you enjoy Max, you Balls enjoy just and a good story and a good story. But it's like it's 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 funny because my my second favorite would probably be Turn A Gundam. Um, mainly because it's so different. And yeah, I, I, it's such a change of pace that I just I couldn't help but um, I couldn't help but uh, put put it up there. I can't even put Double Zero in the list yet, but from from what Double Zero looks three like episodes, right now, so it's three hard to say. Deep, yeah. So it's hard to say. But right now it's got a lot going for it. Yeah. So um, that'll be to be determined. I would like to do a segment on this after the show is over. Sure. Just a recap and to oh, see yeah, where it falls definitely. in. Yeah. But I think we both share the number one series. The number one series. Oh we'll my God. That. And. And once again, this is one of these things where I had read about it, and I finally was able to. F I first was downloading it, and then I was able to buy it, and I told Sobro to watch it. And it's just a shame that it ended so soon, yeah. because man, talk about for not many episodes when it comes to a full-length uh, Gundam show. Wow, it does some things that none of the other it did. shows did. Yeah. And that would be. Gundam X. After War Gundam X is right. Yep. That is Not Mobile Suit. After War After Gundam X. After War Gundam X. It was like, wow. You're watching the show and it, it's, it seems to me that it was it was not only, it wasn't so much, it, it would seem to me like an anthology series, but there was consistency in the story and it was broken up to several different story arcs, but everything connected in the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the episodes... Yeah, because they, they begin and there's not a goal. Like, exactly. It's not like most Gundam shows where we got to get here. You know, at the end of the episode of episode one, we have to get here. You know, we, we got to get to Alaska. We got to get to Gibraltar. We got to, you know, whatever we need to do. Exactly. This one, it was just oh. like. One of the coolest things about the show was um, the way every episode started. Oh, yeah. Like a film. You remember yes. that? It would show after work Gundam X on the screen. Mm -hmm. Then it would fade, and then it would go into the episode, and then yeah. you get the opener. And then you go into the episode. It was very, it was very cinema, cinematic. And then the credits had the actual preview Next of the episode yep. embedded in the credits. It was just had a unique and every and, and what was great too was the, the uh, which I thought was really unique. The title of every episode was was, was a quote. phrase that someone said in that episode. Exactly. And That's what was just amazing to me. And I think, um, like you said, the story arc. That whole flow was nice. Mm -hmm. The mech designs. Um, I think the Gundams look traditional like Gundams, but I enjoyed the fact that the grunt suits were like nothing you had ever seen. Exactly. They were. They didn't look like anything from any of the Mobile Suit Gundam universes. And then what about um some of the character types like oh. Jamil Nee, the best captain ever, next to Bright Noah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. If we're doing a hierarchy of the captains of. All Gundam, yeah, it's he's up there. Man. They're tied. Those guys like, to me are tied. He was like Bright and Quattro putting. The, he was like Bright Quattro and Amaro putting the one. Yeah, because this guy went out and fought. He jumped in the suit and just and, and give commands. Yeah. the battlefield to the ship. And the, and the whole thing with him is what's what was what was so great about him is the fact that even though Garud was the main character, that guy was the whole cause. Exactly, that guy would have been the main character if it wasn't for the tragedy that started the show. Yeah. So you know, instead, you got, Garud got thrown into the um, the position instead, an unwitting main character. But you know, he did a great job too. I mean, every character in there, um, the, all the pilots were great. The crew, there was not an annoying character. Even 
some of the evil characters. The Frost Brothers. Those guys, oh. they were evil, but you know what? You didn't hate them. You understood them. You understood so where they were coming from. It's like, dude, these guys are rough, but they got good reason to be. And it basically, the whole synopsis of it is, is, I don't know if people used to read comic books, but Marvel used to have what ifs, where they would do like, you know, what if Gwen Stacy lived, or you know, what if the Fantastic Four never got their powers? They do that. And basically, that was kind of the idea behind this was, well, what if, like, all the colonies fell on her? Exactly. Because uh, they showed, man, they showed how life was. Uh, you know, there was, like, less than, like, a million people left there. There was no sun for years. No sun. Because the, 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 what the um, impact of all the all the colonies um, landing made nothing, made a dust cloud all over the atmosphere. And it actually made, so, it made sense why a 16-year-old kid understood how, um, how to work a Gundam. Or a mobile suit because he stole them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like he was some uh, he was some uh, he was some, some random kid thrown into the situation. Yeah. He knew what the f he was. He doing. wasn't just mechanically inclined. Exactly. He was a thief. So, so he was. Like, it was like when Judo Osh just got 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 yeah. the, got the Zeta in the beginning of um beginning of Double Zeta. He already knew how to pilot them because he had been running them for so long. He was ready to sell the hubcaps. Exactly. <laughs> but um, it, uh, there's an honorable mention, and that's um, there's a uh, Stargazer. Oh. I forgot to mention that when we were talking about Seed. Yeah. Um, if anybody who hasn't seen Stargazer, it's a three-part miniseries that has to do with the it's in the Gundam Seed Destiny universe. Yeah, it's during the whole Break the War. That that one has the kind yeah. of the Gundam Eighth MS team feel, and I, if any if Seed had put out anything that was a really really great, I'd have to say that's a really good miniseries as well as um. Um, the little shorts that have to do with um, red desk. Uh, what was it? Uh, red frame, blue frame. Red, red frame, blue frame. Yeah. And um, I love those. I love the manga series for those as well. But, oh yeah. Um, I mean, and but you know, th- th- those are just some of our thoughts on it. I mean, uh, they're all great shows. But I mean, if you've never checked out Gundam Max, I would say more than anything, if uh, if you want something that's Gundam that's recognizable, but not the three shows you need to check out is going to be X. Turn A and G Gundam. G Gundam. Sadly, only G Gundam is available here now. Yeah. But um, I do believe that Gundam X will probably be the next series to come here. So be on the lookout for it. Well, they re-released it in Japan, and they're doing a new manga for it now. Yeah, um, under so. the um, under the was under the moonlight. I yeah. think. Or, yeah. I was able to see like the first volume. Yeah. Man. Even that's written in the same type of style. So I don't know if it's the same guy or what. Man. Oh, well, one can only hope. But um. Check out those series if you can, and Bandai, if you really, really want people to see these, please bring out the, <laughs> the, the Gundam Ultimate series that we haven't received yet. Yes. This you don't have even have to translate them. Just put them in subtitles. Yes. We, don't, we don't need dubs. Yeah. I mean, if, if push comes to shove and you don't want to spend the money on doing ADR, just put them out subtitled. Yes. I mean, I'll take my Gundam that way. I mean, it's either that or buy the bootlegs, and I'd rather not do that. So I just want to know what they're saying. Exactly. That's, that's all I'm asking. It's Halfway through the shows, they get lazy in Hong Kong. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We want some consistency. Yes. So, um, um, hope that's our plea to uh, to Bandai. But anyway, um, that's we hope everybody checks these out. Yeah, exactly. And, and give us uh, give us some feedback on what you think, because I'm sure people disagree, and exactly. we want to hear it. If you want to know more about these um, series, go to mahq.net and check their anime section. Mm-hmm. They've got information on almost every Gundam series out there. I and think they have information they got on them the all. The Max and everything. Pictures of the Max and characters and all, all, all that fun stuff. You can check out the website there and get more information. But um, that's the end of this segment, and we'll be right back. You've been listening to Gundam. Oh, no. 
you don't Gun. see a Mongolian again. Stop! Stop right there, Mongolian! That's right, cower! Be afraid! Die knowing you lost to someone who really knows how to use a mobile suit! He wants me to retreat. Time to attack! Damn. I feel the vision sucks. Eleanor! Right here. I need to depend on your ear. That's fine. Leave it to me. Rock and roll. You're under my command now. Oh, God, help team. You've got something to say? Uh, nothing whatsoever, sir. Sander. Yeah. The second you start thinking of him as a regular Zeke, he'll be dead. Uh, really? This guy is better than any of us. About time for a real fight. Oh, hiding in the dust. Very considerate of him to give me an escape route. He's coming right for you! Damn it! Son of a bitch! Not there? You have my friends. I've got him now, Karen! I've got a lot! Overhead! 649 by 23! Unit 301, fire! One left. Good work, Delador! <laughs> this is getting fun now! Now it's your turn! Well, that looked impressive. Now say goodbye to your tank. No, you don't! Better throw in a few more tricks. Huh? Out of ammo? It's over now. My left arm is out of action. Ha! Pretty good reflexes. Not bad for a Betty. But I bet you're not ready for this. Your good vision is your fatal weakness. Where's the main circuit, damn it? Why don't you shoot? <laughs> Finish me for God's sake! It's time I stop playing games with him. What'll it be? Here he comes, Sanders. Right. You gonna fire on me while the pilot's still alive? Come on, hands. Stay steady. My friends. Do I really care if they get out of this alive? Right now, all that fighting for my friends talk is sounding ridiculous. All I know is I'm really scared. So you're awake, huh? Not gonna live! Mariana! You're the one that... And we'll grow all together! The commander? <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> so, I've met Miss Ina's petty lover. <laughs> Life can be real fun, but I won't be stopped! Damn it, no! Victory is mine! <laughs> well, Miss Ina? The Kurgerin will have to leave without me. I have found the place where I am to die. Give me the gun. Then page! And that ends the second episode of Gundam. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, hope our topics were a little enlightening. Maybe put some thought, you know, made everybody a little thought-provoking there. So. Exactly. But we definitely want to hear your feedback on some of the things that we say. Because me and the old soul bro, we're not... <laughs> We're not experts. We try to be, but I we're know. not. I don't, yeah. don't want to come off as some hoity-toity know-it-all. No. There's a lot of stuff I don't know, and I, I, I like to be schooled. You want to hear all your thoughts about Macross, the, a, the AU shows, yep. and uh, basically the new Zeta movies, the yep. new translation movies. So definitely you know, agree with us, don't agree with us. We don't care, but... Why don't you tell them where they can uh, they find us, soul, bro? Send us a, if you want, you can give us feedback through email at um, uh, gundam at cfl.rr.com. 
or you can check out our website on MySpace if you happen to be a member of Wise MySpace. You don't have to be a member to see the site, but um, if you want to give us any feedback, on comments or anything like that, you can go to www.myspace.com slash Gundam, that's G-U-N-D-A-M-N, The Show, and um, you can go there. Or um, you can check us out on the MAHQ boards. Nice. You go to mahq.net and go to the forums. And if you look at the advertising section, you'll find the topic Gundam. And we already have a thread going there. And if you want to leave any comments about what you think about the show, good or bad, please let us know. Nice. And, and we'd like to, you know, encourage everybody to always go to those websites too, because uh, you know we get some a lot of our information from them, and we want to thank them for providing it and. Just being there um, throughout know, the years. Yeah, and support them because they, they definitely go in a lot more detail for some of the things that we're talking about. And if you have any questions, definitely go through those guys. So they, they definitely know what they're talking about. Exactly. So, and <laughs> anything else news-related, always go to uh, Ganada. Um, and that's they have a link through um, through MHQ too. And so our, our, On our homepage, you'll find links to MHQ and um, Ganada as well. But um, So concludes the second episode. So... We're going to have, next episode, we'll have pretty much uh, our thoughts on uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeroes, probably episode two, three, four, four possibly five five by then. Hopefully five by then. Just some technical difficulties with uh, things coming down, so. We'll have the whole extravaganza. And we'll have some more hard-hitting neck topics coming at you. So, for you and your mother. For myself, Neil Lorno, and the old... And so bro were you. We'd like to thank you and uh, wish you guys good luck. And we'll see you next episode. Later. This hand of mine glows with an awesome power. Its burning grip tells me to defeat you. Take this. My love, my anger, and all of my sorrow. Shining finger sword. This is Shinjuku Station Production. Whatever you say, chump, let's go! Die!